Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome back. My name is Bryn. Are you sure? What's the name of our show? This is As the Shock Come Turns. That's right. And I'm Helen. I was reading the notes to prepare myself. I was going to follow you, but then you were silent. So I was like, I, I'm I paying was attention. silent for literally half a second. And every time you still look confused. That's every just my time. constant status. Anyway, welcome back. And Happy New Year because it is January 3rd as we record this. Hopefully it'll go up today too, but we'll see. We'll Happy see how it goes. New Year. I uh, hope you had good holidays, whichever ones you celebrate. Uh, ours were chaotic because we've got two little ones. And because um, the Transformer virus is still doing its thing, we've got two little ones home today as well instead of at school. So you may hear them popping in and out. I'm not going to do a lot of work to edit them out unless there's a long conversation. <laughs> anyway, what are we here for? To discuss season two, episode twenty-one, "The Lost Mariner." Zena, we're talking about Zena. In case you're new here and this is your first time, this is season two, episode twenty-one of Zena. A weird one to jump into. It would be a weird one. It would be weird to just be like, "Hey, there's this Zena podcast. It's season two. Let's just jump in at this." But I mean, on the other hand, it's not an episode that needs anything else. So. I mean, it's something we would do because we'd be like, "Ooh, what'd you say about this one?" But that is something we would do. Only if we had watched the episode before, though. Yes. <laughs> it still helps for people to know which show we're watching. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good time. I'm all about the chaos. Yeah, this is what we're left discussing. If you can't figure it out from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was a good episode, actually. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. I didn't realize um, some people were in it that are in it. Uh... Unfortunately, for, we, we we were wrong. Autolycus isn't in this one. No. Though in the little clip that we saw on our Google Play, it appears as if it was Autolycus. Yeah, it doesn't look like they used the right episode picture <laughs> no. for that. Like it looks like they used the episode for the one the the capsized one. Yeah. And so we got confused. So we thought it was the Autolycus one. It wasn't. It was the one with the dude from Candyman. The dude that is Candyman. Seacrops. He's Candyman. Seacrops in this episode. Oh, there's our little dude. All right, we got him squared away. Off, eating his own Boston cream. And we just double-checked the Xena, um... Uh, thumbnail, and it switched the Lost Mariner back to the right one, but we went and checked the Tsunami episode, and it's the exact thumbnail that was here before, so, whatever. Whatever. Doesn't really I mean, matter. I get it doesn't mean much that we're both backing each other up that this is what we saw, and you can always trust the internet! Stupid internet. Anyway, this was a good episode. Starts with 
a shipwreck. shipwreck. Yeah. Where magically everybody stays dry. Except the Gabrielle. Yeah. Except the okay. <laughs> But Gabrielle had to get fished out of water. Yes, she so, did. So. But everybody else in the shipwreck, totally dry. Yeah. And on land, magically. Except for Gabrielle and Rando Dude. Rando Dude is not, I don't even remember his name. He doesn't last very long. Uh, no, he doesn't last very long. He's he, our he, resident red shirt. <laughs> he, he, he's the reason why we find out about... Seacrops. Seacrops. The curse. The cursed ship. Because they get pulled onto the ship because sharks are on the other side. And uh, Seacrops was like, ah, bring them aboard. He didn't want to. Yeah, he didn't want to go on, on, he didn't want to bring anybody because he didn't want to curse anybody. So right away, Gabrielle wakes up and begins panicking because there's no Xena. First thing she thinks of when she comes to. But yeah. And says, okay, there's land. She must, I know my Xena, my Xena would make it to the land. Just send me to the land. Rando dudes wake up to be like, oh no, oh no, I know where I am. No, 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 I won't take me. And leaps off into the water. And Seacrops holds Gabrielle and lets her watch as dude gets sucked up by green magic portal stuff. I mean, it, it didn't even look like he was getting sucked up. It looked like he was being attacked by tiny green piranhas. Because he was screaming a lot, as though he was in pain. And then his body was just there dead. Yeah. He didn't drown. He wasn't pulled under the water and nothing. There was no blood. He was just ghost piranha. Ghost piranhas suck all life force out. And then as the sharks start to eat the fleshy part of the yeah. body, that's when Seacrops is like, yeah, don't look. Hide, hide, hide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this, the sharks are coming now. And it's a clear indicator that Seacrops is a genuinely nice guy. He, he is. He's, he steals the show. He does. He steals the show. And he's, he's one, he's a sexy man. It's high quality acting for a show of this caliber. <laughs> it's like, and it's not so that I don't love like all of the acting, but it's like, I don't know, it just seems weird. Like, not too many of the guest stars can keep up with Lucy usually, but he can. Yeah. He very handily keeps up with Lucy. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Because it is pretty rare. Like, there's... Other than Renee, I think Carl can. Hudson sometimes can. She can't always. <laughs> um, Kevin can. Aries. So, like, Aries and Gabby and Caesar are, like, the only ones. What? You don't think Bruce? No, he's outshone by her. Almost every time. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Almost every... It's not that I don't love Bruce. Because, yeah, I know you love Bruce. I do love Bruce. But especially if it's a more serious episode, like the Tsunami episode, he... She outshines him. Like, it's hard to keep up with Lucy. But it's fair, because it is her show. She shouldn't be yeah. outshone all the time he shows she up. She should... Yeah, that is true. <laughs> anyway, so if we, uh... Then start watching Xena on land being chased by pirates. As she's just like, I just need to get on that ship because that ship picked up my Gabrielle. 
And they're like, that's the cursed ship of sea crops. It doesn't stop them from chasing her, though. No, because you didn't know something. Yeah, so they just keep chasing her while she wants to get on the ship. They, because they can't, in their mind, comprehend the fact that she just wants to see her girlfriend. Yeah, no, no. It can't be possible that you... Which I don't understand. Like, even back in her war... War... War days, where she's this warmonger... It was always out to protect Amphipolis. Mm-hmm. She's always been... Protecting something else. Her mm-hmm. actions have always dictated yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, well, she's a ruthless warlord. That's the word I was looking for before. <laughs> she was still protecting Amphibolus. Yeah. Whether Amphibolus wanted to, you know, keep her or not. Whole different thing. But that's what her goal was as a warlord. Yeah. She dropped warlord, picked up Gabrielle to protect. <laughs> And now Gabrielle tells her who to protect. <laughs> yeah. Basically is what happens. So, and they're sitting here. If So if you understand the base of Xena, then you understand that she will definitely go jump on a ship to protect her, protect her Not enough people understand by this point, though. Because at this point, this is the end of season two, and I think Gabrielle's been used as a pawn all of once. No. Wait. Like a pawn. I'm not saying she hasn't gone off and gotten herself captured. I'm no, talking no, about no. specifically Specific as a pawn to yep. get Xena. I think that's yep. happened one time. One time. Whereas, come season four, it's every fucking second week. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just, they figured out, they figured out her weakness. But they've also, by season five and six, figured out maybe we don't touch that weakness because she <laughs> tends to kill gods when you when we do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we leave that weakness alone. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to go somewhere else or something, though. It's also... Oh, I know what it was. Um, this episode and everything involved with, like, the sea crops curse and everything, it's also one of the first episodes where we see... Not one of the first, but another example of seeing Xena respecting Athena. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that she does not respect or show any respect to any of the other gods. It's true. But even like and it's something I noticed in when we get to season five, but Athena seems to be like the one that she's like, okay, I'll follow you. I'll listen to you. She doesn't trust Athena necessarily. Well, but she's she, never she, trust any god. She's not I don't want to say trust, but she she doesn't always believe that Athena's malicious. That's it's not like she believes Athena is going to take care of people. She just doesn't believe Athena is malicious the way Poseidon is. And how we've learned about the whole Athena thing is because the story of sea crops is about Athens, which god was going to uh, look after Athens. And he, as the arbiter, had to pick between Athena and Poseidon. And he listened to the people, and the people all wanted Athena. So he chose Athena. And because he chose Athena, Poseidon went on a toddler rampage with god powers, curses sea crops to never be able to step on land. Ever again. Well, Athena gives him immortality. (laughs) Yes. 
And Zena understanding that Athena is the goddess of wisdom and knows that Zena as Zena had no reason to punish Seacrops, knew that there would have been a reason for that. Yeah. The it was nice. Until Love Redeems You was yes. their yeah. hint. Yeah, that's it. That's the only thing we got for breaking the curse. Yeah, and it gets figured out as they... They got to fight with Poseidon first. Poseidon tells Xena to get off the ship. He'd give her and Gabrielle safe pages. Passage. But, like, the fact that he wouldn't kill Xena made Xena suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you have safe passage. You, I'll let you off his ship. It's my curse. I can make the changes. It's okay. And she's like, no, without Gabrielle. Take her to what's one more. She's like, oh. Suspicious. Super sauce. Suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. And so when she says, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> Poseidon screams and yells and ducks away. And we learn about Seacrop's Teray, who he loved from afar, and she died because he's 300 years old. And, yeah, because he wasn't allowed on <laughs> land. And a uh, quote from here after we start learning about Teray. Uh, from Seacrops is faith has killed more people than war. I mean, uh, there's an argument to be made. I, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made that um, faith often leads to war. Yes. But that's not an argument I want to have a discussion about. Okay, we'll skip it. <laughs> that's a discussion I could have for a really long time, and you know that, but that's not this podcast. Fair point. <laughs> If we choose to make another one about that specifically, I'll bring this back up. And Gabrielle, this is the end of season two. So yeah, even if this is, is... Yeah, it's the end of season two. The look where it's... Well, technically not the end because there's comedy of arrows that we're skipping because it's It's dumb ridiculous. and it doesn't exist. And also it's trying to convince us that Carl Urban, who we saw introduced earlier as Caesar, is now... Eros, and that's just not happening. No, Cupid. Eros is the baby. Oh. The baby's the one that got loose. Yeah. Right. That, that's how many times I've watched this episode. <laughs> I do um, love Carl Urban, though. Yeah. Good. Anyways. Um, so, while Poseidon has offered Xena and Gabrielle their freedom, and Xena declines, Gabrielle looks at Xena panicked. Just like you should know. Yep. Like, when are you going to start trusting your friend? She's very bad at it. She doesn't really get that until season four. And we have, like, a whole season of trauma to get us there. But she does get there, but it's not till season four. And yet, Xena's all about trusting Gabrielle right away. Because Xena knows how much she doesn't know. Like it's, it's just a, that's a it's a maturity it's a maturity thing now. Like Zena understands that she doesn't always know everything. That's all. Especially considering the fact that she also understands that like her first instinct is to be violent. And because she knows she's trying not to do that, she does lean on Gabrielle a little bit more because she knows Gabrielle's first instinct is not to be violent. <laughs> 
So I think there's that. And I oh, think because of that dynamic, that Gabrielle change. also <laughs> doesn't trust Zena for the same reason. I think to some extent. Plus, Gabrielle's supposed to be like, what, 18 years old? I guess so, yeah. 18, 19, maybe 20 at most. So At most 20, because then she's an old, unmarried. Well, I looked up that Zena's actually 28 at the start of the season series. Really? Which actually puts her in like the proper age group, I think, for where they want to give her all the... Ten, the 10 year old kid and all the rest of the stuff but yeah I was reading that okay because so. I was trying to figure out when her birthday was we never find out when her birthday is no not Dina's we have Gabrielle's I don't even know when Gabrielle's birthday is I used to know yeah probably shock and surprise I know I like that Gabrielle's little storyline is again her seasickness except for this time Zena takes away her ability to taste stuff not so much taste, it not be able to realize what eat stuff that could shouldn't you shouldn't. It takes away your taste. She said. Oh, that's right. It is taste. It dulls the taste. It, that's yeah. What it is. So it's not necess- It's just that things that normally taste bad just don't have that bad taste. Yeah. So she was eating raw squid, which I wouldn't do now. But I mean, for the time, there probably wasn't that many microplastics in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I just, my OCD was not okay with her eating the raw squid. So, when, after she declines Poseidon, they go down to Seacroft's cabin. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to convince Seacroft that he can end the curse. Mm-hmm. And that's why she stayed. And Seacroft's just, it's there, are you planning on falling in love with me? The look she gives him. She's like, it's like, I'm taking... Like, black. Yeah, she's not there it's, for that. She's like, ugh. And it starts walking away. I, I think she was also insulted that that was, like, the only thing he could think of. Because that then his curse would have been broken with Teray. But that wasn't... Yeah, but also she wouldn't get on the boat, so no. Yeah. And if he... if Because it would have if he had, like done what he did in this episode i kind of there's a lot of like meandering there's a lot of nonsense between us finding out about this and then like the final climax there's a lot of nothing that happens there's a lot of poseidon trying to get sea crops to kill xena it seems saves sea crops from being smushed which helps sea crops understand the yeah, I can understand sacrifice is needed. I'm just talking about, like, all of the meandering stuff. Yeah. Like, the stuff even before that is just... he's. It's a lot of Poseidon trying to trick and backdoor yeah. shenanigans. And oh, yeah. I'll let you and your crew go. Just throw Zeno overboard. Yeah, and then his crewmate there, yeah, gives his life. And then Seacrops finally understands... Somehow. Because it's, it's not... Oh, yeah, because Poseidon sat there and said, Seacrops, love redeems you. It's like, we'll never... Un- doesn't even know where to look. So he would never figure out the riddle. Which was big Seacrops' big hint to be like, it's inside me. It's not the love that I can get from other people. It's the love I can give... And he jumps into Charybdis. Which which is a whirlpool. 
created by Poseidon. Poseidon is god of the sea, so all all of them are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I kind of find it hokey a little bit. You would. Um, this, yeah, probably. It's just the way it was done. Um, it wasn't the highlight of the episode. No, but lots of great tiny little things. Yeah, the episode overall was really, really good. Not necessary to watch to... No. Progress the storyline per se. Um, no, but apparently, no. This guy—it's a different—it's a different character. Never mind. I was going to say this character comes up again in Hercules, but it's a different character. But this actor is also in Hercules. So <laughs> Not play a crops. completely different character. He plays Gilgamesh and then Dayhawk. So don't giggle at Dayhawk. We gotta Day- deal with Dayhawk. I don't soon. want. I don't want to deal with Dayhawk. Or the afterfall. My favorite thing is they they introduce it on Xena, but it goes over so poorly that they killed it off in Hercules. And that killed the show. (laughs) It's bad. Anyway, that's, yeah. Dayhawk. Good time. Generally, we'll though, the episode ends with Seacroft's being alive and allowed to be on land, and Zena and Gabrielle go their way, and he goes his way, and la 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 la, la happily ever after. Which, they could have brought him back. They could have, if they hadn't gone and dayhawked him. It's true. Once you dayhawk somebody, like, they could have brought Seacroft's back, but because dayhawk was on both shows, and they... Gilgameshed him in Hercules, not sea crops. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what was the disclaimer? I'm gonna mess it up so bad. That might be true. Our disclaimer: Sea crops is joy de vivre. Joie de vivre. Told you I'd mess it up. (laughs) Was not harmed during the production of this motion picture. She's bad at French. We are Canadian. She is French-Canadian. We're bad at French. So we will start season three with Furies. Yes. Which is a fun episode. Um, One of my favorite episodes of all time. The Lost Mariner, I would have to say I'd rate it seven out of five. 7.5, not seven out of five. Weird that I can tell that she's talking to Hope here. Sorry, um, I'm looking at a thumbnail for a season three episode. <laughs> no, oh. it's not weird. We know that one very well. I know all of them very well. Very. And the thing is, when well. we first watched it, we're like, you're not Gabrielle. It's fun. <laughs> she's bad at it. Um, Renee has like three different acting zones, and when she plays Gabrielle, she's really good at Gabrielle, and her and Lucy get along great, but as soon as she tries to do other things, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. And that, maybe it's just my perception of it, but it's weird. Anyway, that's that for season two. Thanks for joining. I know we've kind of changed things up, and we will continue to do so. 
for next <laughs> season because consistency is the enemy of ADHD, apparently. So, but we will try to get better as the schedule. Yes. Anyway, happy new year to everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.